Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hello, welcome to the Ryan Report for August 4th, 2022. Yeah. Van life. <laughs> I've often thought about outfitting a van and traveling around, living in it, sleeping in it self-contained like a turtle living the nomad life no address following the seasons and the currents of life I've watched van life videos on YouTube of which there are hundreds for example Meet Frank and his cat, Sonny. Check the link. I've reviewed different designs. Dreamed of owning a Mercedes high-roof diesel extended van and how I would rig it up with everything I needed. Shower, toilets, kitchen, bed, work and dining areas mobile internet connection, solar power, or buy one already built if I had $125,000. Well, meatloaf, not meatloaf, but meatloaf. See the pic. Loaf is the name of my van because she looks like a loaf of bread, sort of. I got her for $8,000, which was pretty good, I thought. Now I'm building her out, trying to figure out how to make her into a mobile living space. Van life. Plus, she's a Chevy Astro van. And the Jetsons dog was named Astro, so I think that's a good sign. She's a sweet machine, bit of a gas hog, but I had to do something. My VW Jetta with 200,000 miles was breaking down literally every other week. So far, I've built a bed out of two by fours and plywood with storage underneath. Space for a refrigerator and boxes of stuff necessary for life on the road. And what would that be like if I condensed my whole house into a small van? How could I arrange everything that I do in my large house so I could do it in my small house if I wanted to? That's the project. Figuring out what I need entails reviewing everything I do in a typical day and deciding what's essential. Separate need from want, then simplify need by 10 times. See if that fits in the van.
One thing I've learned so far is that everyone has a different way of designing their living space in a van. Like the bathroom. The kinds of bathrooms that people have varies widely. We're talking about a basic biological function here. It happens every day and requires facilitation. I mean, you can stop at truck stops and convenience stores or duck behind the trees in a forested area, but that's not very practical. I went with the Trip Tips portable folding camping toilet for car slash camping slash boat slash hiking slash long trip slash beach. That's the description on Amazon. For $39.99. Basically pooing into a wastebasket with a plastic bag inside. I can probably get used to that. Peeing in a bottle. I'm already pretty good at that. Okay, let's move on to the kitchen. So far, I have a very rudimentary kitchen. Actually, I don't have a kitchen at all. Just a five gallon jug of water with a tap and a table. It's a start. I can imagine a kitchen though, a place to prepare yummy food. I do have a two burner camp stove that runs on propane. I somehow managed to salvage this item as a kind of a family heirloom and kept it for years. I remember it from my childhood. It still works. So there's that, and the five gallon jug of water. The small table can be pulled out from underneath the bed and used as a workspace. Set up outside under the awning. Open up the two portable collapsible camping chairs and cook something. Or just eat granola. Sometimes I just like to eat granola. Let's see, there's reheating the rice and beans. That's yummy. Toss some scallions in there, some secret herbs and spices. Cover it with baby spring mix. That's what they call it. It comes in a plastic tub, all kinds of green things. Douse that with some sesame dressing and you're done. Pasta with various types of sauces concocted out of whatever you've got or right out of the bottle. Bean and cheese tacos with guacamole. I know how to make those with hot corn tortillas. I've been making those for years, many, many years. The cheese is vegan now, but they're still bean and cheese tacos with guacamole, and I can do them in under five minutes. 
Well, it's in my house with a four burner stove and a standing refrigerator and a chopping block work table and a shelf full of secret herbs and spices. So that's three menu items. Oh, granola, four. I can live with that. There's always variation on a theme. There's always doing something with the leftovers. My bed is like a monk's cell, narrow and rigid. A couple of camping mats on a sheet of 3 8 inch plywood screwed onto a 2x4 frame. Pretty firm as far as mattresses go. Two pillows and a sheet complete the ensemble. I slept on it last night, most of the night. It worked. My neo-simplistic primitive tendencies permit me to accept conditions that others might find unacceptable. I'm aware of that. But I might find it unacceptable too after a while. So I figure if I build it out slowly and test it with short trips along the way, I'll at least make small mistakes learn how to improve on the design without making giant expensive mistakes. That's kind of my plan. To see if I like van life. Take it on the road, see if I can do it. And so what is the van life phenomenon all about anyways? Why are people choosing to live in their vans? There must be thousands or hundreds of thousands of people doing it these days. Type hashtag van life into Instagram and more than 10 million posts appear. <laughs> the number is increasing all the time. The movie Nomadland with Francis McDormand provides one answer. We are nomads. In times of stress, we instinctively migrate. And of course, some are into the personal freedom thing of being able to go where they want, when they want. Freedom to spend more time doing what they really love to do. Whether that's snowboarding or rock climbing or bicycling or visiting national parks and experiencing nature under a great big sky while floating down a pristine river in a canoe, watching the Milky Way blazing overhead at night, greeting the morning sun in the company of giant trees or whatever personal freedom means to you. Some may be rebelling against the commodification of housing. 
Why does it take half or more of my earnings to pay for an apartment so that the owner of the apartment complex can get even richer than they already are? Shouldn't housing be a human right? Like food, water, air, health care? Case in point, Amanda, check the link. Or just to escape the zombie apocalypse, like Frank in the first video. Valid point, Frank. My reasons would include all those. Besides, I think vans are cool. Why have a house stuck in the ground if you can be mobile? This is the way ancient people lived, by the way. Flow with the weather patterns. Go where the food is in season. This is how we colonized the entire world, actually. From our home in Africa, we spread out over the entire planet, chasing megafauna and the perfect peach. It's been 100 degrees plus for the last two months here in San Antonio with no rain. Oppressive. If I was van life enabled, I would have been out of here long ago. And so my design is still evolving. I need electricity to power the refrigerator a must, and my computer, also a must. That means a battery and some way to charge it. I could go solar power, put some panels on the roof. I could charge it off the car's alternator while I'm driving, or plug into the grid at a friend's house or at a campsite equal to with electricity or all of the above they all have their advantages and disadvantages oh yeah my bike sits on a bike rack connected to the trailer hitch coming off the back of the van important feature primary purpose for me to go traveling. Check out the awesome trails of the great Pacific Northwest. Explore the urban trails of Portland, Eugene, Ashland. Ride the coastal roads, the forest paths, the mountain trail, well, maybe not the mountains. That would be my personal expression of freedom. Hit the cafes and barter with the baristas. How about a latte for a poem? Somebody shut down Facebook and all of Amazon's delivery vans were hijacked by hippies to house the homeless and make them mobile, which is what they wanted in the first place.
to move around and find new friends when the old ones get too old and brittle. Somebody brought down Microsoft and all the servers stopped worrying. The browsers couldn't browse anymore because they had a wormhole in their virus protection. The password was lost and video games ran out of batteries. Nobody could fly in airplanes anymore because their electronics were jammed. But they made great EDM music dance halls with big speakers set up just behind the captain chairs, blasting all the way down the now seatless fuselage into the rear bathrooms and the emergency exit doors. Somebody broke the internet. Somebody stepped on the cord. Somebody dropped the mic. Get up on your bike and say hi to Mike and all the trees along the way on the long road home. I think I'll have a matcha latte with oat milk. And for the picture, a witch's hut in the forest with smoke coming out of the chimney. <laughs>